Hello and welcome to Zack Attack. We're never going to be better than this. This is episode 31, no, 32, 32. the Zephys. 32, the Zephys. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. <laughs> this is truly a celebration tonight. It's a celebration, bitches. We have recorded, this is the 32nd episode we've recorded. We have three new podcasts starting next month as you're listening to this. Joe has slept through recordings before, but he has never gotten blackout drunk, forgotten to record. So that's where we're at tonight. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Not blackout level, but we're, we're approaching, we're rapidly approaching that. We're close. Yeah, yeah. So um, I started drinking thinking that we were recording this a different day and uh, now we're recording. That's fine by me though but there's really no better way to cap off zach attack a podcast where you've been drunk on some level most of the every time. episode yeah and also an episode or a, a podcast where rachel watched high school musical one with us and then instead of recording with us vomited which might happen tonight on air which i you know i'm definitely gonna cut out if that happens but it's it's a, it it's in. a possibility leave it in i also want to mention that now as you're listening to this for the entire month of november if you like this award show you will might also like the keanu club awards the golden hot dogs you won't they are now open for voting at cageclub.me slash Keanu. You'll never be better than this. 11 categories. You can vote for things that we have here, like best film, worst film, best role, worst role, but also some other categories, some other new stuff, some new wrinkles for Keanu. So go vote. Vote early, vote often, vote as many times as you want. We want to hear your opinions. We want to get more votes for that than we did for this. Every award show happen. we have. Not going to happen, but I'll I vote. want more votes. Well, that's good. I appreciate it. Thank you. No thank problem. you. And those awards will come out sometime in December. But anyway, we are here not to celebrate Keanu Reeves. We are here to celebrate Zac Efron, Zeph. who just this week turned 30 years old. Yes. Um, my fantasy football team won by a margin of 50 points. In honor of his birthday? My fantasy football team, his name, password is Zephron Lover 19 obviously. Yep. And yep. Um, we won by 50 points this week because they knew it was his birthday. They got up to play the game to celebrate Mr. Efron. Yeah, they did. I don't want to bury the lead any further. We have tonight a very special guest. I do not know who won the Fan Choice Awards for Zack Attack. I don't know who I'm picking for any of my Zephy Awards right now. Well, that's good because we've all, you've only had two months to know this. Yeah, I mean, like, I'm just totally going to go fine. with the feel right now. I'm just going to go by yeah, feel. That's fine. We're going to have three winners for each category. Yeah, we're yeah. going to have Joe's pick. We're going to have my pick. And we're going to have the Fan's Choice pick. And in true award ceremony fashion, Rachel just brought me a nice drink and told me she didn't know how strong it was. It looks very, very light. Are you drinking Jack and Cokes like normal? Obviously. Well, uh, we switched to Diet Dr. Pepper. It's it's oh. a little... Yeah, it's actually worse. You black out harder on Diet Dr. Pepper because... Cool. Yeah, Good. it's it's a little bit sweeter. Good yeah. to know. I think we're going to have to play off a lot of award winners tonight just to get to the end so that we can make sure that we actually get to the end of the show. Oh, we'll get to the end. The running over. Trust me. Okay. I'm hungry. Okay. Well, in award show history, PricewaterhouseCoopers, at least recent history, PricewaterhouseCoopers has held the ballots, made sure that no one gets the wrong ballots... We have our own version of PricewaterhouseCooper, hopefully not going to be involved tonight in a texting scandal, giving Emma Stone the win for Best Picture. We have the one, the only, Jess Montez. Jess Collins here, our number one fan, the most emailer. She gets an award tonight, Joe, I think. She gets a Zephy for biggest fan, most emailed. What do you want to give her an award for? I want to give her an award for, I'm not going to say this, I'm going to say prettiest brunette, because <laughs> Rachel's a blonde. <laughs> Why is there a cutting board up here? 
thank you. Well, hello, Jess. I thank you. You are an yeah. award winner. You get either you know best fan, uh, most, most email, emails, prettiest most brunette. emails. I'm hoping for that cutting board. Send me the cutting board. You want the cut? This is an orange silicone. This is an orange silicone cutting board. It has a little divot for like all of your juices that come out. I put my drink on it. Rachel has hooked me up. I have a drink. I have a cutting board. <laughs> I have a coaster. I'm set. Well, I am so thrilled that we're all here to celebrate Zac Efron, that you have a drink, I'm drinking beer, Jess is drinking wine, we are all... What kind of beer are you drinking? Corona? I got the uh, Neshiminy Creek. Oh, I have to tell you. Go ahead. I had one of the most disgusting beers I've ever had in my life two nights ago. Killian's Irish Red. No, not Killian's Irish Red. This is a uh, micro-brew. This is from a brewery in Jersey City. This is... A brewery called Departed Souls, S-O-L-E-S. They have a beer called Kimberly, which is made of beet juice, strawberries, and lactose. It's an IPA. That sounds disgusting. it is disgusting. It was bad? Really? Lactose ones are good. They're like, they do milkshakes with the lactose. Lactose sugars give it the creaminess. It was creamy. It's just like, there's no good flavor. Like, it's a gross first flavor and a gross aftertaste. Yep. I also have, so I have a, I'm drinking in the Chimney Creek John, the Juicy L with Nugget. And I also have, as a backup, the Playoff Beard, also from Departed Souls, also not great but better than Kimberly. So I have the two of these to drink in honor of Zeph. I'm glad that you're honoring Zeph appropriately. If you send a dick picture to someone that you shouldn't have, then you'd be very honoring Zeph. So we have 12 awards to get through tonight. Are there any other thoughts that that you want to get off your chest? Either of you, let's start with Joe first. Before we get into the awards, any other sort of last thoughts about Zeph before we really put a bow on Zach Attack? I just want to say this year of Zeph, this year of Zach Attack, everything has been the best that I will ever be. Are you saying that you're never going to be better than this? That's what I was trying to get to, and I couldn't cool. remember what I was, what that was. <laughs> I'm never going to be better than this, and that's all I want to say. Well, in the middle of the episode, we will have a mailbag intermission, sort of an, an act break, an awards break, if yeah. you will, and at the end, we'll have really sort of final words. Uh, but Jess, before we get started, anything else that you want to say, either about our show, about Zac Efron, about his movies... We've heard from you in emails. Our fans have not heard you, your voice really on the Ever. podcast until tonight. Never. Do you have anything to say before we get into the awards? I just want to say everyone should just raise a glass, drink to Zeph, and let's get this show on the road. Cheers. I'll drink to that. Hold on. Let me take a drink to that. Hold on. Mm. <laughs> So now, Joe, I know that you are drunk, but I want you to decide how we're going to do this. So for each award, who goes first, you, me, or Jess? I think Jess would probably go last. last I agree last. No, no, I agree last. I think you should go first. I think okay. you should send me the list again so I could look at them. <laughs> <laughs> and then I think that Jess should go. So I'm sending to you now the list of the show. Okay. And I'm cool. also sending you now the Google Sheet. That's what I needed. With all of the nominees. Oh, okay, cool. I, I still don't know the winners. I don't know the winners. Neither do I. Yeah, yeah. PWC. PWC is the only one that knows the winners. Okay. We don't know what order. Okay, you need to remind me. Just give me like a heads up. Give me what order we're going yes. in. Okay, cool. So the first award of the night, Zac Efron's Most Fun Film. Most Fun Film. Jess, would you like to read these off in alphabetical order? Oh. You don't have to. If you, if you want us to read off the nominees and you want to do the winner, I don't want to put too much pressure on you. Yeah, my uh, my pie charts are not in order of the oh, actual, we have, we have okay. the way that we're reading them. I have graphs. I have graphs. I have percentages. Damn. Okay, cool. So the nominees for most fun film are 17 again, Zephantine again. Yes. Hairspray, High School Musical 2, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates, Neighbors, 
and we are your friends. And as I'm saying these, I'm picturing all of the stars of all these movies in our audience listening to this podcast. They are listening. Camera I know cutting listening. to them. Seth Rogen smiling, awkwardly laughing, nervous, hopeful that Neighbors wins most fun film. Actually, you know what? I decided that I should go first. Go ahead. Most fun film, according to Joe. Let me open the envelope. Hold on. Oh, you have it. You sealed it. So you don't know who the winner is, but you have it sealed in an envelope. Yeah, I don't know. I I honestly don't know who the winner is. The winner is Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Oh, what what's your reasoning behind that? I kind of like the guy from Workaholics. Adam Devine. Fun wise, purely based on fun, I think that uh, Mike and Dave need wedding dates is the most fun. Zeph seemed like he was the most comfortable in that one. He was relaxed. He was like just having a good time. That seemed like the most fun one to me. I love your logic. I love your pick. Okay. Not my pick, but I applaud you for What's it. What's your... Oh, okay, go ahead. My pick for most fun film is High School Musical 2. Yeah, that was that was a damn good one. I, I like that one, too. I love it because not only is it fun... It's fun, but it is. watching it together, we only watched two films for the first time together. We watched the first two High School Musical movies, right? We watched the first one and we watched the second one together. Yeah. And the second one was good because... The first one was fun, but the second one was even more fun because we were all relatively sober, more sober. We were definitely sober. We were both blown away by how great it was. It was fun. You know, watching with Rachel made it even better. It's a better movie than the first one. I just love everything about it. It has great songs, which we'll get into later for that category. I just had the most fun with High School Musical 2. Yeah, it was a great one. That's a great pick. I don't know why Jess isn't commenting but okay cool jess's role tonight is to announce the fan winner then she gives her feedback her input okay, whether cool. she agrees whether it's a dumb idea whether okay. our listeners are stupid or whether they're smart because they agree with jess okay cool so jess yes fan choice most fun film drum roll please so the number one fan pick for most fun film with 43.5 percent oh this is one of the big ones right was Mike and Dave need wedding dates. Thank you! Thank you. That that was the most fun one. I agree. And I agree. I also voted... uh, I voted 10 times. Oh, you voted 10 times? So you have literally more than 20% of the votes. Yes, I do. Which is super exciting. But I totally agree. The the number two choice was Neighbors with a 23.9%. And sadly, High School Musical 2 only got 8.7%. I feel like a lot of people haven't seen the High School Musical movies that are voting on this. I have never seen any of the High School Musical movies, so I didn't vote for any of them on anything good thank you that is the first category most fun film overall winner two out of three mike and dave need wedding dates yeah, that's the overall a, winner that's of a the big winner. that's a big i think that's the most fun for sure pam the first pam award wins. of the night pam wins next award best song in a zach efron movie oh we're going straight into best song this is a tough category we tried to as you're listening we try to structure this in a way we do the stuff that doesn't necessarily pertain to zeph up front then we're gonna have a little block in the middle where it's like yeah. the worst of the worst yeah and then on the back half after the mailbag that's all the big awards. If you have to go to the bathroom, go to the bathroom. If you have to get a drink, get a drink. Make sure you're here for the second half. That's when all your big fan votes. I want to read the best song. Go for it. Yeah, we're going to switch off. Fuck you. Best song awards. First nominee is A Bet On It from High School Musical 2, Sandthrow. Next song is Zipper Pull, Zipper Pull. Nail Gun, Nail Gun, Nail Gun. Cole's Memories, We Are Your Friends. Third song is Fabulous by High School Musical 2. Also a great song. Miss Baltimore Crabs from Hairspray is fourth. That was a great one. Scream, High School Musical 3. Staying Life, Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. And seven is We're All In This Together, High School Musical 1. 
Do you want to go first, sir? Yeah, so why don't we can alternate. So you read the categories and I'll go first. So this is one that I actually changed my vote on. Oh! Originally, I was going to vote for Bet On It because like High School Musical 2, love it. It's super fun. It's over the top. At the end of the day, I couldn't look myself in the mirror if I didn't go with Cole's memories. It is literally the heartbeat of this podcast. It is. It is the perfect BPM. It is what we stand for. I love it here. We're never going to be better than this. I love it here. I love you for picking that. Thank you. But my choice for best song, yeah. I had to go with the song that I sang to myself the most. Oh, I know what this is already going to be. The song that resonated within me. Actually, I don't know what this is going to be. It could be a few different ones. Cause I've heard you sing a few of these a few times. Yeah. I looked at this category the first time. I chose a song. Yep. And I went back and I listened to the other songs way more on YouTube than I've listened to any of the other songs. And I'm going to have to go with Scream from High School Musical 3. Wow, that is not what I had. That would I be know. a long shot. Yeah, that's a sleeper pick. I have to admit that Scream is the one that I sing the most to myself. That's the one that I resonate the most with. That was that was my choice. If I had to put money on it, I would have said Stang Life. Because after we did Mike and Dave, I know for at least like a week you were obsessed with Stang Life. That's catchy, but that doesn't, that doesn't have the deep... The deep soul that comes from Scream. The Jamiroquai music video, the basketball's falling everywhere. The Inception hallway. The Inception hallway. That's what I that's what I got. I love it. Jess, fan vote. Yeah, I hate to burst both of your bubbles, but neither of those songs were even anywhere close to first or second. Wow. Okay, fair, fair. This one was my favorite because we had a three-way tie for second. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, I was drinking, and I was excited at the same time. So relax. But there was there was a clear winner, and the winner at 37.8%. Is it fair to say, sorry to interrupt, when we have a clear winner, it's almost always the one that you voted for? No. Some of wow. these I lost. Yeah, I was very damn. surprised wow. and okay. very excited. Okay. I was excited to lose some of these. Okay. Okay. So the winner was Stang Life, which I also chose. Wow. Wow. But the three-way tie at 15%. Was between bet on it, we're all in this together, and Miss Baltimore Crabs. Really? Yeah. Who the fuck watched Hairspray? Is what I want to know. I love Hairspray. I have a friend who loves musical theater and gave us shit for picking Miss Baltimore Crabs when there are so many what he says are better songs from that movie. There's not. And he's like, Zeph isn't even involved in that. I was like, well, look, Joe too loves Miss Baltimore Crabs. I do love that song. We all love Michelle Pfeiffer. We're gonna go with Miss Baltimore Crabs. I love it. That's a damn good song. Step, step, cha, cha, cha. Staying life one. Damn. Staying life by a lot. I blame Rachel for that. That's awesome. The next category is most disappointing movie not worst movie but this is sort of like what we had the highest expectations for and ultimately wound up falling short the nominees are baywatch the one episode of entourage high school musical three senior year me and orson wells parkland that awkward moment and the paperboy Joe, what was your most disappointing Zack Attack movie? This is a very obvious one. Can you guess it? We might have a match. If it's obvious, I think we might have a match. The Entourage episode. I was so disappointed oh, with that. Oh, we do not have a match. You can hear it on the episode. I was just crushed emotionally. Wasn't that, Jess, wasn't that an episode like you almost had to stop listening to Zack Attack because you couldn't bear how sad Joe was? He was so depressed. It was terrible. <laughs> yeah. I was crushed emotionally. I wanted so much more from that. I know it's on a movie, but honestly, if you hear the recordings, if you've been following Zack Attack, 
you know that that's the most disappointing to me. Any of these other ones, I can watch. I can be happy. There's some Zeph in them. Parkland, not great. I'm just saying... <laughs> The Entourage 1 episode. We get three seconds of Zeph. There's an underwear call, but he's not in them. It's terrible. Security briefs. Yeah, security briefs, yeah. To me, this is a close category between two. The Entourage episode, to me, was such an afterthought. Yeah. We realized after we did the clip show that it should have been part of the clip show. True. Agreed, agreed, agreed. It's just like bonus content. I'm not... I mean, I was disappointed by it, but I wasn't expecting much from it, so I didn't really have myself let down. I was expecting a lot. There are two movies to me that that were really high expectation-wise. I'm kind of having second thoughts here, but the more I think about the one I didn't pick the more I think I might like it. So my most disappointing movie, High School Musical 3. What? Because we were riding so high off High School Musical 2. But I called it, so I knew that it was going to be bad. We fi- yeah, well, You did call it, but we found out that it had a bigger budget, that it was a theatrical release, this is supposed to be the end of the trilogy, the end of their stories. It's just okay. You know, there's good stuff in it, there's Scream in it, there's really good songs in it, but I just, you know, the first one Scream was... Is fire, the I first agree. one was better than we thought it was going to be, the second one was great, one of my favorite Zeph movies, and the third one should have been, I was hoping, at least as good, and like, I, it's my least favorite of the three, so it's not the worst movie, it's just the one that I had the highest expectations for. Most disappointing. That fell the shortest. It's a perfect, yes, exactly. perfect for the category. Alright, guys, the fan choice for most disappointing movie at a very close, 26.7%. Ooh, a low win. What was second? What was second? Second was 24.4%. Oh, oh so just a couple votes. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was very votes. close. Okay. Maybe just one vote difference. Okay. Yeah. So number one was High School Musical 3. Oh. Yeah. Two, that's two votes. What was number two? Number two, which was my choice, was Paperboy. No, I love Paperboy, Paperboy, paper boy, all about the that Paperboy. Paper boy. Yeah, oh, yeah, God. Paperboy. Really? I had such high hopes for that movie. Nicole Kidman pees on him. I know. That whole movie is just like, ba- is baffling. Matthew McConaughey gets beat up and he's gay. That's not disappointing. Have you voted for disappointing that? <laughs> <laughs> to my point, I've never seen High School Musical, so I can't really vote on that. The rest of them. I've never seen Parkland. I've never seen the Entourage episode. I've actually never even, I haven't even seen Baywatch yet. Okay. Me and Orson Welles was kind of crap. I don't crap. even know you anymore, Jess. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You're so Marquez <laughs> right now. Joe, worst film next. This is a big one. Damn, I have to read them. That means you go first, right? Uh, yes, correct. Okay. Worst Zeph film category. This is a huge, ca- uh, do you understand? It's huge. Liberal arts. Liberal farts. <laughs> <laughs> Miracle Run. New Year's Eve that awkward moment why'd you just highlight them in the google doc okay, i was cool. trying to put them in numbers but they went okay. to letters i was trying to make it easier for you five derby stallion six the lorax this is stacked this is stacked with shitty movies the way that i look at this liberal arts has an actress that i really like miracle run is lifetime movie bad new year's eve there's parts to like the derby stallion is lifetime bad the lorax is just whatever taylor swift's in it that awkward moment is irredeemable in my eyes it should have been so good i like everybody in it and it is just bad and it was so early on i think it might have been our third episode possibly and it it was was early just it started off on a bad foot and like you know it made me question miles teller it made me question zoe dutch it made me question zach efron what are you guys doing how is this a movie that you decided to make in the year of our lord 2015 for my choice for worst film ever worst film ever worst worst film ever 
possibly that I've seen. I and you know I love shit films. I do. You know I love shit films. I would have to say that my choice for worst Zeph film ever is also that awkward moment. Yeah. I I have to agree would Michael B. Jordan. Oh yeah, even he's in it. I forgot. Fucking Wallace from the wire. Where Wallace at string where Wallace at? Where Wallace at? I want to know where Wallace was at the whole fucking movie. We had Miles P. Teller coming off of the fucking whiplash fury that we loved. We had that, and we had Zeph just playing a fucking dickhead that was putting his boner in the toilet. That was honestly the worst film that we've saw Zeph in by far. Also, another reason it's terrible is because it has really bad credit scene outtakes where it's just like, oh! Yeah, the outtakes were so forced. They they didn't feel real. Zeph didn't seem like he was having fun, and I think that's when he acts the best when he's having fun. That's why I think Baywatch was fun. That's why I think, like, in, in some of these movies that aren't great were fun because he was having a good time. We already have the overall winner. The overall winner or loser, however you want to see it, is that awkward moment. That's going home with Zeffy for worst film. Did the fans agree with us? The fans disagreed. Oh, oh. no. Fans have bad taste. What did the fans choose? 31.9% wow. went with liberal arts. That was also a bad one. Is that what you picked, Jess? Yeah, that's what I picked. The the Ted Mosey, like, fucking shit movie. I hated that movie so much. It was trash. I agree. If you didn't vote, cast most of your 10 votes for that movie, I would have been stunned if 31% of the people who voted had kn- like knew what that movie was. Yeah. That was a terrible. Awkward moment came in at second with 25.5. Okay, so. wow, okay. Okay. It was it was close. It that was, was like close. two or three votes. That's two or three votes away. I did look through my past votes because I did not vote for the same thing every time. Okay. Okay. I think three or four of my votes I picked different every time because okay. I I couldn't decide. And then one day I just decided to flood the box. So the worst role, hand in hand with the worst film, your nominees are Cameron from Summerland, Jason from That Awkward Moment, Matt Brody from Baywatch, Patrick McCardle from The Derby Stallion. Paul from New Year's Eve, and Ted Wiggins from The Lorax. Joe, what's your winner? What's your loser for worst Zeph role? Uh, my loser, I'm, I'm, I'm in a little bit of a toss-up. Let me think about this for a second. It's a tough category. I'm going to go with Ted Wiggins from The Lorax. That okay. was my worst Zeph role. I like that Taylor Swift was in it. Yep. But I can't, I can't go against Cameron from Summerland, Brody, Ryan Lochte. So that was cool. The Derby Stallion, you can't get mad at him for playing the Derby Stallion. New Year's Eve, he was actually a dope character in New Year's Eve. I kind of liked it, you know, like motorcycle deliverer. That's cool. He did in New Year's Eve, though, really make Michelle Pfeiffer feel less than when he was on the phone with his buddy and was just like, oh, I'm with That's this not old Michelle lady Pfeiffer. right now or whatever. Yeah, it is. She was in two movies with Zeph. What, what's the other one? Hairspray. Yeah, it was Michelle Pfeiffer. So there's two Michelle Pfeiffer Zeph movies? God, I hope that he banged her. I don't know how we didn't realize that till just now, but yeah. Jess is right. Thank you. I realized it drunkenly. Thank you. But you also realized it because you were mad at me for knowing actual other facts. Yeah. <laughs> My vote here, I don't remember anything about this character. I'm going with Jason from that awkward moment. If only from the trailer where they're in bed and he's just like so confident and cocky and like... Nobody's in bed with him. In Jason from that awkward moment, he was wearing the fucking hat. He was smoking weed. He, he gave Fred Mosby advice. How is that a pick? That... That's a terrible pick. Okay. That's liberal arts. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I 
was wrong. Cool. Yeah, in that awkward moment, he was just a douchebag that like liked girls. Cool. Jess, for the last winner before we take our mailbag intermission, fan vote for worst Zeph role. All right, the fans voted forty-two percent. Okay, wow. so that's that's more than just you. Because as I've learned right now, this is like, this is significant. So there were 47 total responses. 48. Well, some of these only had 47 when I printed it out. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Only one of them had 48. The rest of them had 47 or 45. So some people didn't vote all the way. Okay, cool. I guess they wanted to keep them blank. I don't know. But the winner, loser... I guess we could say is Matt Brody Baywatch. Wow, I thought that was coming coming too. Damn it! Whenever the fans are going to team up to take down a category, it's for a new recent popular movie, like a Neighbors, like a Matt Brody, like a Baywatch. Uh, It's something that everybody has seen. Fucking Matt's fault. I agree. Jess, who did you vote for? In a true Zack Attack fan fashion, I based my vote solely on the Baywatch episode. Wow. Really? Because I've never seen the movie. Oh. So that was my pick. So we dissuaded you. We convinced you that his role was the worst in a movie you've never seen. Yeah. I get it. That's the power that we hold, Joe. I hope you realize that. That's the power of Zack Attack. I got the power. That's the power of love. All right. Cracking a can for intermission. Mm. So intermission time, we have the mailbag, which I'm genuinely glad that Jess is here because Jess wrote in emails referencing things I do not remember at all. Uh, So we're going to find out what these things mean in the mailbag, the final mailbag until a bonus Zach Attack episode. I feel like Santa Claus, we're delivering the gifts. If you want to write in, email address is zachattackatcageclub.me. We will read it on the next episode. He'll read it. He'll read it. Send nitpicks. Or Greatest Showman or whatever. Just because we are ending phase one does not mean Zach Attack is over. It's never over. Email in zachattackatcageclub.me. We will read it on air. We have seven emails. Seven emails? Read them. The one email that we read on the last episode was from Jess called Guys with an exclamation point. The first email tonight is called Guys with an exclamation point, but capital Guys, which is a little bit different. Is it signify anything? No. Okay. It's just her way of getting our attention. Okay, cool. First email. The new iPhone update ruined my podcast app. My goal is to catch up this week once I figure it out. I'm still here and loving the votes for Zeffies, and of course, all the new show announcements. Oh, right, she emailed us this on the day where we announced Too Fast, Too Furious, Magic Mike, and Boyfriend Material. Too Furious. Too Forever, I mean, sorry. Too Fast, Too Forever. Magic Mike's Boyfriend Material. I then replied, this is the only time I think, no, actually, I replied to one of Jenny's emails, because she asked for the link to the fanfiction, and this is the only other email I've ever replied to from the mailbag, and I said, new iOS podcast app is garbage, use Overcast instead, which, Jess, are you using Overcast? No, I couldn't get that to work either, but I just, I kept using my uh, iOS app, started working again. It's so bad. It started working again, so... I just needed it for these couple of episodes, and then I'm going to figure figure my shit out. Next email from Jess Collins. We might have to do a special bonus episode or something of this. Email subject line, HP Fanfic. She wrote, since it's taking me forever to finally listen to this Clips episode because my phone sucks. Yes. She sent a link to a fanfiction.net story about Harry Potter called Behind the Mask. Who wears a mask in Harry Potter? Voldemort? No, he doesn't. This is an Australian Harry Potter fic set during seventh year at Hogwarts. Voldemort has already been thwarted and Dumbledore is still alive. Don't worry, though. Harry will still have a hero's part to play. Stamp kill somewhere at 576. <laughs> just like Halo 2. Just like the Halo 2 chat rooms where people would just jump into Stamp rooms, spoil the book, and then run out. The main focus, however, will remain... Dr- Draymoyne, hee hee. Draymoyne. Oh, Dra- Dray- uh, this is a Draco, Drake Her- and Hermione. Draco Hermione slash dick. 
What the fuck is going on here? <laughs> Rating will remain T for now, but may change as the story progresses. Ooh. I hope you enjoy, and please review. I hope we there's all some know how much those are appreciated. I do not own any of J.K. Rowling's work, solely the plot to the story. However, Joe, I will let you know that the rating on the story now is Fiction M for Mature. Wait, Jess, this is 205,000 words. This is five times longer than Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure 2. Yeah. Have you read this? Is this Penetration? I haven't read this one yet, so I don't know. Why the fuck are you send it to me then? Look, you guys said send me one, and you said it doesn't have to be your favorite one. Just send us one that you are reading or going to read, and that's one. That's on my list. There are 70 chapters. 70? How? <laughs> There's a chapter called Avada Kedavra, which is the death spell. <laughs> I wish it was Avada Kedavra. That would be so much better. Oh, That'd be hilarious. I know, right? I should write some fucking fan fiction. I told you. You should do it. Each of these chapters has like a little update. This one has, can you believe I'm updating within a week? I know. I can't even believe it. LOL. The story is nearing an end. <laughs> so excited. <laughs> And then he wrote, should there be a sequel to this story or should it have a finite end? This is written by Tukia. Tukia has written 13 stories for Twilight, Final Fantasy VII, and Harry Potter. Like all up my fucking alley. Where does this kid live? Iowa? He's Australian. I bet it's Perth. I don't know when he <laughs> updated this, but he's between the ages of 20 and 30. A recent grad with a bachelor's degree in the universal language itself. I find myself dissatisfied with the logic my field has to offer. Thus, I'm quenching my thirst with this wonderful website. He's a true millennial. He has no job, but he has a degree. It's awesome. That's cool. Good for him. Currently, the majority of my stories are Twilight-centric for the most part completed. Presently, I also have a Harry Potter, Dramini, in the works. This story is my main focus at the time, considering its popularity within the rest, and I would like to note that until it is finished, I will not work on any of my other novel-length fanfics. My Fuck Drarry yeah. story will be the next in line. A Draco Harry story. Whoo, boy. Oh, a gay one? <laughs> Behind the Mask, if you want to read more, I'm not going to read it because there's so many words. Uh, it's on fanfiction.net. Just search Behind the Mask. You're welcome. Next email. Thank you, Jess. Next email. Wait music. Since I was driving while listening to this, that was amazing. Thank you for that. Now, I remember what? putting what weight music this? in an episode. It was basically the, the technical difficulties weight music. Just what episode was this in? Why were we... Okay, so it was a clip show, and you guys were trying to find out if the oh, chick yeah. in the ER episode was Jennifer Aniston. Yes. Oh, right. I was convinced it was Jennifer Aniston. If you watched that clip, you would see why I thought it was Jennifer Aniston, but it's not. Number four, recast from Jess Collins. I would say Nicole Kidman, but I fucking hate that movie, so I can't, but I do love her. Zack and Dave, because my soul is black like Aubrey Plaza's, also she's hilarious. So this was the time where we were talking about which Zack movie we would like to be cast as Zac Efron. What did we ask the audience, Jess? We wanted you to pick a role that you want to be. Yeah, which, uh, which character would you recast yourself as? So you wanted to do Nicole Kidman, but you went with Aubrey Plaza. I did. I can't ever see myself pissing on someone. And Aww. so when we recast Mike and Dave, that's the movie that Joe picked, so you guys can be in that movie together. I, that's you can hang out. Thinking. That's what I was thinking. Jess just wanted to be in Mike and Dave so she could be my Aubrey Plaza to myself. That's right. Next email, Tell your all husband. capital letters. Tell your husband. <laughs> <laughs> Next email, all capital letters, seriously, from Jess Collins. And then in all capital letters in the email, Joe 2, how do you not know who Sam Rockwell is? And she sent a video, which I have watched many times. I still don't know who Sam Rockwell is right now. This is the video called Sam Rockwell Dances, which is like a three-minute supercut of him dancing in every movie, which brings joy to my heart and a smile to my face. I'm watching now he's smoking he's wearing aviators keep an eye peeled for Nicolas Cage because there is a Nicolas Cage movie in here who is this guy 
He was in Iron Man 2. He's been in... He was in Moon. He was in Matchstick Men with Nicolas Cage. Okay. He was in he Choke. Was... Oh, he's in Choke! It's, it's the guy from Choke. That's right. Okay, cool. I love Choke. That's a great movie. Two more emails. Next email, not from Jess. This oh. one from Jenny. Jenny is back. Jenny, thank you, Jenny. I appreciate you. Next email from Jenny. Will I ever be better than this? Question. Oh, she knows. Did she watch? Did she watch his wave? Here we go. Okay. She wrote, it's my birthday. When was her Three birthday? Three days after when was Zach's. Her birthday? So this was Saturday. Of this week? Of this week, yeah. October. Jenny, Happy thank birthday, you. Jenny. Happy birthday, Jenny. Thank you for emailing on your birthday. I appreciate it. And happy birthday to you. I will drink to that. I'll drink to that. It's my birthday for another hour. I am watching We Are Your Friends right now. I rented it on Amazon. Here are some of my thoughts while watching it. Please tell me. When I first saw Squirrel, I thought, poor Squirrel. <laughs> yes. Same. Now it's during the PCP scene. Zack, in parentheses, or Cole, doesn't look very good animated, and the blue eye thing was so creepy. Yes. Some cheesy montages. Yeah. The swimming pool made all the difference. Yes. Oh, poor Squirrel. Summerfest was cheesy too. So much cheesy, but in a good way. All in all, I like the movie and will watch it again if it's ever included with Prime or makes its way to Netflix. By the way, I haven't listened to episode 30 yet, which was our live commentary, Okay. because I knew I wanted to watch the movie first, so now I'm going to cool. send this email and then listen to it next week and see what you guys said while you were watching the movie. Sorry I haven't written much, but I listen at work, make some notes, and then never get around to writing emails after work. I'm a procrastinator just like Zach admitted he was in the Vanity Fair interview. And me. Excited, disappointed, and mixed feelings about the three new podcasts, which also Ooh. put Jess on blast. We're going we're gonna to get to this in a second, but we'll likely still listen to all of them because you guys are probably funny and entertaining to listen to no matter what you're talking about later I think I'm funny. so she said excited disappointed and mixed feelings i don't know which which which. which one is excited which one's disappointed which one's mixed feelings i i don't i don't know i don't know this could go a lot of ways she said she liked goss she guessed gosling yeah she likes she likes goss i think she likes gosling I would go disappointed with Fast and the Furious, just like... Because women don't understand. And I mean, like, not in a (laughs) sexual way, but I'm just saying, like, you just need to watch it for the dumb amazingness that it is. So last night I sent a Snapchat video to the two of you and also to friend of the show, Melissa Lynham. Yes. It was the limited DVD shelf as it stands right now. And it was zooming in on the eight Fast and Furious Blu-rays, and I said, soon. And Jess responded almost immediately, just wrote, ugh. And I wrote, Jess, have you seen all eight of the Fast and Furious movies? I had to quit. I couldn't keep doing it. I think I watched up until five. Four? Wait, did you see five? I think I saw five. No, wait. I saw up until four. Exactly. Okay, because five is the best one. Exactly. You watch up until four, and you gave up. Just watch five for me. Just Just for you guys. Please, for me. For me. I'm going to watch five. Watch along with us. Because five is the best. I'll watch along with you. Please. Yeah, yeah. Watch along with us. Come back on. I want you to talk about why you you hate them or now love them. And that's that's what I want to hear. I mean, like, look. One, amazing. Two is great. Three is my favorite. Four is terrible. Five is good. Six, I don't remember. Seven, I don't remember. Eight, I don't remember. So, like, that's that's all you need to know. So here's the actual rankings, Jess. Okay. One is okay. I have a rankings, too. Well, so I'm just going in order. So one is okay. Two is terrible. Three is great. Although three is not great, I don't think, until you watch it a second time. Three. Because it's so different. Jess, let me tell you a story. I think I've told a story on air before, but I'm going to tell it again. I got drunk and was watching Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. I woke up 
and realized I had sent what what is it called? Joey, don't help me. A dick pic? I have no idea what you're talking about. Like a resume to Japan so that I could go live there because I wanted to go live in Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. I was drunk and I was researching how could I live closest to the scenes in Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. I wound up going to Japan for three months because I was watching Tokyo Drift, drinking screwdrivers, and that's what happened. So the moral of that story, Jess, is watch Tokyo Drift again. Four right. is not great. Joe is right about that. Five is the best one. Six is great. Seven's pretty good. Eight I wasn't crazy about, but I'm going to watch eight Charlie's. for Too Fast, Too Forever, and Charlize Watch the Throne. So, But the rankings are five, three, six, seven, four, one, two. I don't know where eight falls. I've only seen that once. But five is the best one. Yeah, five all is right. a good one. Five is the most Italian job of them all. But it's better than the Italian job. Well, yeah, it Italian is. Italian job, another Charlize Theron movie, so... It is, it is, We're gonna do is. that for that, too, so... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know, Jenny, right in, so we have the three podcasts all have email addresses already. Too Fast, Too Forever is family at cageclub.me. <laughs> the Channing Tatum one is magicmikes at cageclub.me. And the Gosling one is boyfriend material at cageclub.me. I would like you to write in... You can do a very simple email if you think to remember... If you have time to write it, just let us know which is which. Jenny, write in. Please tell me. Jess, tell me right now. Which ones are you feeling? How are you feeling? How are you feeling? I'm here for Too Fast, Too Forever. Just because yep. it's going to be amazing to be here when you guys get burnt out. No, no. We're never we're never going to be better than this. We're never going to be faster than this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, boyfriend material. I'm excited. I like Gosling's earlier work. I've never seen any of them. United States of Leland. I've seen a yep. lot of his stuff, too. Channing Tatum? I've seen some of his stuff. I'm not, like, a huge fan of his, like, serious stuff. He's really good in funny roles. Like, he's a really good comedic actor. I agree. I'm interested to see what you guys think. I absolutely hate the Magic Mike movies. My friend made me watch them. I've never seen them. they made me so uncomfortable. Well, I've never seen the first one. I will see it soon for Cinemakers. Go listen to that on the Cage Club Podcast Network. And we will see both for Magic Mike's, but not for a while, because we're starting at the beginning, working our way new. So that is way down the line. So the last email that we have, also from Jess, it's one big email, it says. Okay. This is from today. One last time, Epically Later is such a fantastic show, I only saw the Heath Kirchhart episode, and it was fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, it was a great episode, right? It was really good. It's fantastic. Yeah, it was, yeah amazing. it was a great episode. I loved it a lot. It made me want to quit my job. Jess also wrote, hashtag boyfriend material, song to song, and I appreciate your choice to not do this first, as it would be a very drab start. Which, yes, I agree. She wrote, fire-ass titles, we are your friends. She said, you guys went too goddamn fast. Uh, she wrote down all of our answers, but she said the only one that she ranked was zipper, clack, nail gun. <laughs> and she, she put in three emojis, and she said, I tried so hard. And at the very end of the email, she said, I'm sad that this is the end, but my heart will go on. Which is a great play on words, a great pun, based on the outro music for the last episode. Did so. we watch Titanic or not? No, no, okay. We did not watch mind. Titanic, okay. but he loved Titanic. Back to the award show. So, Joe. Oh, shit. Okay, cool. Best non-Zeph role female. Eight nominees. Oh, shit. Okay, okay. Eight nominees. This is a fucking tough one. Abigail Mavity as Martha McFarlane. In Summerland. Shout out to Martha. Whom we love because she responded. Ashley Tisdale as Sharpay Evans in High School Musical Trilogy. Emily Ratajkowski as... Did I say it right? Yep, you did. Okay. As Sophie in We Are Your Friends. Nicole Kidman as Charlotte Bless in The Paperboy. Rose Byrne as Kelly Radner in Neighbors. Vanessa Hudgens as Gabrielle Jess in High School Musical Trilogy. (laughs) <laughs> Zephyr Lover 19 is Sharpay Evans. 
in Fabulous Adventure 2, Zoe Kazan as Greta Adler in Me and Orson Welles. This is the toughest category. The, honestly, this is... The, I, I'm torn. I, I, I didn't even know what I picked. I don't know what I picked now. Pick yours first, and I'm going to pick something else. There are five or six or actually seven different ones, maybe maybe all eight, that I would be okay with as the winner. My winner, if only because I If you don't do it, choose... I'll do it. No, I'm not doing that. You have to, you're going to have to do that. Okay. Uh, Martha, you're in my heart forever because you responded to us. I love you, Abigail Mavity. I'm going with Rose Byrne from Neighbors and Neighbors 2. Uh, that movie, both of those movies are star-studded, and yet she stands out, and she just absolutely kills it in both. Joe, what is your choice? Because Joey didn't do it, I had to go with Martha, man. Abigail Mavity. I had Mavity. 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 Abigail Mavity. I had to thank you for being excited that we picked you because you just made you just made my day. That was it. You you made my heart smile. And also, Ab- dude, fucking Martha was dope as fuck in in Summerland. We watched a lot of Summerland. And she was always killing it. Jess. All right, guys. The fan vote. Do you agree that this is a really difficult category? This was a really difficult category. Jess, are you drunk? I'm kidding there. I'm almost like a full bottle of wine down by myself. There we go. What are you drinking? What are you drinking? I'm drinking like a... $3 $3 bottle of Moscato. I'm going to drink Moscato. Joe, and you go- I might have told you this. I think I mentioned it on a podcast before. The night that I met Jess, we were at our friend's in- wedding party. I don't know. What it- what was Re- that? It was like re- rehearsal pre-wedding party. It was the night cool. before the rehearsal wedding. Dinner. It was just a... Yeah, That's but it was, it was after the rehearsal dinner. Yeah. Oh. It's it a party of the party. house. It was the after party. It was the after party. After the party, after it's the, the hotel party. lobby. <laughs> God damn it. Get out of my head. Did you hear me saying it while he was saying no, it? No. Did anybody else? Just Jess did. Jess did. I knew it was coming. And so Jess was just sitting at a table, so I just sat down and started talking to Jess. Everybody was leaving, and the bride-to-be was like, so all these bottles of wine need to be empty by tomorrow because we need them all for the table so that people can write the well wishes, the best messages, whatever. We both drank like a bottle in like 10 minutes. Like nice. Each, well played. Uh, you know, doing our part as friends. On the way to the house that we were staying at, that Jess was not staying at, but the rest of us where the bridal party was, we were talking about Jess, and the bride-to-be was like, you should ask her about her postcard club and also about her Clockwork Orange Halloween costume. Ooh. And so I did, and we are friends to this day. She's listening to our podcast, and she's on this podcast. So yes. thank you, Trish and Andrew, for hooking up this friendship of movies and pop culture and Zac Efron. Thanks, guys. All right, Jess. All right, back back to it. Difficult category, but Difficult, fans voted. But the fans voted, and forty two point six of them agree. It's Roseburn. There you go. Oh, that's a two. That's a twofer. Yeah, she's cool. I'm gonna say though, number two at seventeen percent was Zephron Lover nineteen. <laughs> it's really really good. I've changed everything to Zephron Lover 19. Like, I'm going to be Zephron Lover 19 from now on. That's my goal. I dream to be Zephron Lover 19. You should change your screen name places, like, actually, like, your name, like, you know, your Facebook link, whatever, yeah. to Zephron Lover 1988. Just take her name and just add the birth year for yourself No, to no, it, no. I then... just want to be Zephron Lover 19. All right. She doesn't even use it anymore. She doesn't respond to us. Fuck her. I'm going to be Zephron Lover 19. I am Zephron Lover 19. All right. Best non-Zeph role male. Only six here, because as the male in a lot of these movies, there's not as much good male competition. I read them. We have six good nominees. The last one's good. Alex Schaefer as Squirrel from We Are Your Friends. Dennis Quaid as Henry Whipple at Any Price. 
Ike Barinholtz as Jimmy Blevins in the Neighbors movies, Jason Manzukis as Pam in Dirty Grandpa, Lucas Gray Beale as Ryan Evans in the High School Musical trilogy, and Ryan Quantin as Jay Robertson in Summerland. Joe, we might have a match here. Who is your pick for best non-Zeph role male? I don't know what your pick is, and I, I can see if you didn't pick mine, but you know what mine is. Go ahead and say it. Pam in Dirty Grandpa. That's that's my favorite non-Zeph male role. Pam will always win. This is Pam's kids. This is Pam's a jar kids. for Pam's kids. That's the best. I agree. Jess, do we have our first sweep? Do we have sweep. The, the fans agree with us? Okay, look, the fans agree with you. Yes! But I don't. Whoa! Dennis Quaid, Henry Whipple, at any You price. love that movie. You love, love that, that movie. movie. You love that episode. That was, that's my number. That's But the fans from, agree? We have the first three yes, feet? The fans agree. The first three yeah. feet? Okay, I'm clapping. Can you hear 36.2%. Okay. Pam wins, Pam man. Pam forever. Pam Beautiful forever. Pam's kids. Yeah, yeah, it's Pam's kids, man. We're just going to let it out. All right, Joe, best crying scene. Zephantine again when he's in court. That's the um, Matthew Perry reading his le- love letter to his wife. Okay, cool. Charlie St. Cloud, that, that's crying brother. High School Musical 2, when he and Gabriella break up. Miracle Run, when he's getting bullied in the bathroom. Parkland, when he can't save JFK, that's a good cry. Um, Summerland, when he admits his dad beats him. The Derby Stallion, when Bill Cobbs dies. That's our category, best crying Zeph scene. We didn't know that Zeph cried a lot in movies until we started noticing it, and we capitalized on that. There was a lot we didn't know. We we knew he got shirtless. We did not know that he cried. We did not know that he had the bluest of... Like, we knew he had blue eyes. We didn't know that he had the bluest of blue eyes. Yeah, we didn't know he had the bluest blue eyes ever. Okay. So now, I don't know what you're going to pick, Joe. I don't know what the fans are going to pick. I have a feeling that I... My pick will line up with Jess's individual personal pick. Oh, okay. My pick for best crying scene, Zephantine again in court. He's there on the stand. He's reading his speech. He leaves the courtroom. There's nothing written on the paper. It was all from the heart, Joe. I was really torn. There was two Zeph crying scenes that were possibly the best for me. But as you know, I have to always go the Lifetime movie version of everything. Yes. I had to pick the Miracle Run when Zeph was being bullied in the bathroom and crying in the bathroom on the floor. That was the best Zeph crying scene ever. It was the it was it was the beginning of all the other Zeph crying scenes. That was and it. And the end for us. So Jess, who do the fans vote? And what did you vote? Okay, before I get to both of those, this category had two answers. They got zero votes. Really? Who, oh, two, two no votes? Two no votes. Are these the first no votes in any category? The first no votes in any category. Wow. And the two... Yeah, who are the no votes? Miracle Run... And the Derby Stallion. Wow. Just because nobody's heard of those movies. Like, exactly. the right. Derby Stallion is so obscure that we are now friends with Liam Underwood because of that movie. Shout out to Nerd on Nerd. Follow Nerd on Nerd Podcast. Um, Nerd on Nerd Pod at Twitter. Twitter, right? Nerd on Nerd Pod. <laughs> Sorry. I'm, this is my fourth drink. Nerd on Nerd Pod on Twitter or Nerd on Nerd Podcast on Facebook. See, I'm enunciating now, and you can find yeah. them. All right, Jess. So that means that we had five with votes. We did. I'm sorry to say that I don't agree with you. Wow. For your choice, and neither do the fans. That's wow. fine. Wow. Okay. 42.6% agree. 
Which means that you agree with the fans. And I agree with the fans. Charlie St. Cloud, the best crying scene. <sighs> I have no problem one. with that that's as a winner. One. That's I, a great I, cry. Yeah. I don't disagree. That's a great one. It's a perfect one. cry. Yeah, that's a perfect cry. It's all like snotty and gross. Yeah, yeah and great. run into the forest. That's yes. a good one. Yes, was, I love it. it I agree. And what would the best cry be without the best shirtless scene in a Zac Efron movie? Your nominees are Zeph and Tinegan playing basketball to start the movie. By the time we got there, we're like, where, are we, where is he going to be shirtless in the movie? Literally the first Everywhere. time we see him shirtless. Everywhere, yeah. Baywatch on the obstacle course where he is ripped, more ripped than he's ever been, winking at the camera, Baywatch. Charlie St. Cloud getting revived in the ambulance slash saving Amanda Crew, a.k.a. Silicon Valley Girl. Dirty Grandpa when he is naked, outlined by beer bottles on the beach. High School Musical in the locker room, which we thought was his shirtless debut until we realized that's not the case. No, not Neighbors as a retail model with Seth Rogen at the very end of the movie. Neighbors 2 Sorority Rising when he is the striptease distraction as they are stealing the dollar bills from the sorority. <laughs> Sharpay's Fabulous Adventure 2 where he's fully naked after he drops his bedsheet in the chapter, the final chapter of that story. Or the lucky one after they have fully clothed shower sex. He then takes his shirt off in the barn to make out with Piper from Orange is the New Black. That, so it, it was a two-way tie until you just read that one, and there was a three-way tie. All right, Joe, what is your winner for best shirtless scene? I have to admit I was very torn. I, I want to pick Zephron Lover 19. I really, really do. But I have to go with... Neighbors won when he's an Abercrombie model outside of the Abercrombie store with Seth Rogen. That's my favorite shirtless scene, hands down. It's a great one. The Seth Rogen taking his shirt off next to him, that makes it the next level. You know what I mean? Like, it, it was good, but when, <laughs> but when Seth Rogen looks like me and takes his shirt off and he has the gut, like the beer gut and the fucking hair, that's when I was like, I'm sold. I just have a side note. Just like when we were watching We Are Your Friends doing the remix version, the live commentary, and Rachel was getting mad at you for saying Radowowski uh, instead of Radikowski, yeah. she just texted me to say Abercrombie, ugh, not Ambercrombie. And then she said, <laughs> it was am- I th- she okay, said it's Amber another Crumbie. Emily Radowowski, and I was to say, I just said that. Same page. Uh, d- okay. Sorry! <laughs> <laughs> My pick for best shirtless scene, I gotta go with Zephron Lover 19, because we wanted him to be shirtless, we wanted him to have sex in that thing, we wanted him to quadruple space Sharpay, and here we get him fully naked at the end, and I mean, there's no more shirtless you can be than fully naked with, how does she describe it, as his really big penis or whatever, so... Yeah, his penis was really big. So Sharpay 2 is my pick for best shirtless scene. All right, Jess. I'm sad to say I thought for once we were all going to mesh on one answer. But we did before. But you screwed it up, Joey. Oh, no. You screwed it up. The fans agree, 36.2%. Neighbors won shirtless. Thank you. That's the best one. That's the best one. It's the best one. Hands down. That's the best one. I don't hate it. I think without Seth Rogen, though, it wouldn't have worked as well. Agreed. You needed, like, the Will Ferrell kind of shirtless, gut, yep. hairiness. Yep. Yeah. My counter-argument, though, is this is not best Seth Rogen shirtless scene. This is best Zac Efron shirtless scene. But the juxtaposition works very, very well. That's what I was The sure. scene itself, without him, 
would have been a different scene entirely. Yeah. All right, Jess. I apologize for not giving a, a three-peat there. We have a three-peat on Best Male. Maybe we can rebound here on Best Love Story. Joe, do you want to read our nominees for Best Love Story? This is a fucking tough category. Another tough category. Charlie St. Cloud, Amanda Crew, and Dead Ghost Brother. <laughs> it's a love triangle. It's a, it's a triangle. It's, it's, it's a very it's, it's a strong love triangle. Neighbors and Neighbors 2, Sorority Rising, Seth Rogen, and... Little Franco. It's amazing how many of these are love triangles. Or there are more. a lot of love triangles. Zeph's caught in caught into the mix. Summerlin, Nikki, and April. Yep. We got a little bit of both. The Lorax, anime Taylor Swift, the Lucky One, Piper from Orange Is the New Black, the Paperboy, Nicole Kidman, who also pees on him, Waif, Emily Ratajkowski, Wes Bentley, and Squirrel. That's that's a love pentagon. That's a square. There's four of them. Be a pentagon. If you try. No, that's five. Okay, it can be an oct... What, what the fuck is a four? Or? A square or a rectangle? Rectang- it can be a, rectagon- a rectangle if you try. It can be a rectagon. It's a rectagon, <laughs> It's guys. a rectagon. It's a love rectagon. <laughs> I'm a rectagon right now. So I realized... <laughs> Nobody laughs at that. Jeff, why didn't you... Jess, why didn't you laugh at that? <laughs> yeah, bullying her into laughs is always the best way to get laughs. Good one, yeah, Exactly. Joe. After we put these out, it took me so long to realize... We did not include Troy and Gabriella in Best Love Story. Yeah, they, they don't exist. Fuck them. Which is uh, pretty funny. But my nominee, or my selection, my choice, my winner for Best Love Story is from Charlie St. Cloud with Amanda Crew and the Dead Ghost Brother because there's so much happening there. It's a movie in which he has sex with Amanda Crew when she is actually dying in a cave miles away. Yes. There's nothing more you can say. That is the best love story that man has you ever have had. You tea candle. You're carrying this tea candle for her. That's a great that's that's a great one. Rachel just said to me that if you ever say erectagon, you're getting kicked out of bed. <laughs> <laughs> I love the side commentary via text. That's awesome. She said a while ago that she muted the TV. She's just eavesdropping. So I'm getting the commentary from your side. I'm uh, You're getting the commentary, the commentary of the commentary. All right, Joe, what's your pick for best love story? My best love story, I have to go with um, Waif, man. Yeah. God damn it, Joe. The, the Wes Bentley love story. Like, I mean, like, Emily Ratajkowski, the squirrel love story are good. But I'm saying, like, that Wes Bentley Zeph love is so deep. That's that's a that's a good love. I can tell by Jess's disappointment that she and the fans also selected drumroll please, Charlie St. Cloud, am I right? We did at a thirty seven percent. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. It's a good one. I it's 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 not my favorite. I had to go with Wave for that one. Squirrel's about to die in my movie. He's smoking weed yep. right now. He's he's by the pool. I feel like your your decision here was a little biased because you're watching it. You're feeling no, it emotions wasn't. Honestly, squirrel. it wasn't. It wasn't. Wasn't. It's fair, Jess, that we know how much Joe loves Squirrel. I don't think it's. Uh, I mean, he it loves might be a little so biased, much. but he loves Squirrel. He loves him. R.I.P. Squirrel. R.I.P. Squirrel. Second to last category, the penultimate category. We're only two categories left. We only got two categories left. God damn, we are flying we're through. Flying through this. through this. Yeah, we are. Best Zach Efron film. Your nominees are Zephantine again, At Any Price, Charlie St. Cloud, High School Musical Two, Neighbors. The Lucky One, and We Are Your Friends. Joe, your pick for Best Zac Efron Film. It's tough. That's a very tough one. Best Zac Efron Film. I'm going to have to go with the one that checked off all the boxes for me. The one that gave me the most cockles in my heart. The one that I cried with the dead ghost brother, too. Oh. Oh. Charlie St. Cloud. 
I'm gonna have to go. Charlie Sheen was your pick for best film. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah, that that it was the most slept on one. I didn't expect anything from it. I got a lot of crying. I got a lot of shirtless. I got a lot of dead ghost brother. I got Silicon Valley girl. I got a lot of it. I uh, applaud you. It's not my pick. Go ahead. That's but I fine. think it's a it's a great pick. My pick is the second episode we did. Second. We're gonna have a three, gonna have a three way split on this, I believe, because Jess rigged the ballot box. It's a different movie unless the fans overrode her. My pick for best film is Neighbors. I love Neighbors. I don't think that a great he, movie. he might never that's, make that's a better a great movie than movie. Neighbors. It's so good. He's great in it. Everybody's great in it. It is. That was an easy pick. That's why I didn't pick that one. That That's an easy pick. Neighbors is great. Not I, everything is about making difficult picks, Joe. Difficult dicks. Now, Jess, I know what your pick is for best film. Did the fans agree with you? All right. Before I get there, Go ahead. I just want to say... I forced my husband to vote for the Zeffies. Oh, yes. Oh, mm-hmm. So you doubled down on the fucking ballot box stuffing? I, cool. I, I like did, it. but I, I like didn't it. I didn't sway his answers at all. Oh, and nice. he chose Charlie St. Cloud. Okay. I disagreed with him. Oh, actually, before you go on, I want to give a shout the, out. But that's to not the winner is. That's not right. That's not the winner. He chose it. So I want to give a shout out to the people who voted. I know that Mike Manzi voted a handful of times. I Matt. That. Matt with his fucking cooler. Jack and Liam both voted. Liam's girlfriend, Kat, voted. Melissa voted. Matt, like you said, voted. There are more. Jess, you have the names of the people who voted? Uh, that's the one sheet I didn't print. Thank you to everyone who voted. Thank Please you. vote in the Keanu Club I Awards. Caseclub.me slash Keanu. We appreciate you. We love you. Jess, <laughs> best film, fan's choice. Fan's choice, and I stuffed the ballot box, and it was a close call. Number two was at 33.3%, and number one was at 39.6%. Wow. Zephantine again. That was a heavy-handed wow. Jess Collins ballot heavy, stuffing. Heavy-handed. And what was second second place? Second place was Neighbors, which I also agree with. I really oh, love Neighbors okay, too. Okay. It was tough for me. No, that was just Neighbors one though. That was just Neighbors. Oh, you just, yes. You voted for no. Both. I was saying okay, two, cool. like also Neighbors as well. Oh, neighbors, neighbors as, as well. well. Bad neighbors, neighbors as well. well. Yes. Bad neighbors. Thank you. Yes. Thank that you for was... being assholes for yes. that. Thank you. Joe, our final category of the night. We're never going to be better than this. Guys, it's almost over. We just, can we just take a moment of vaping for a second? Yeah. I was going to say that Zach Efron's never been better than this. This is his best role. When we're covering an actor, I feel like the role is more important than the film because he has no control over how the film turns out. He just has control over what he, he does. He reads a script. Yeah, that's what happens. You know, the Oscars and the, the Emmys do the best movie or the best TV show last, but the best role we feel on the Zeffies is more important. Than the best movie. Yeah, yeah. This is the pinnacle of Zeffies. We're never the Zeffies are never going to be better than this. No, no, they're not. Jess, why don't you tell the fans what is everybody? What are all the winners walking away with tonight? What are they bringing home? You know, they're taking home this really nice orange silicone cutting board. Joe Two has a plethora of them in his home. Yes. They're also getting this paper orange glittery owl signifying Halloween that I have sitting here in front of me. Cool. Um, we've got this really weird thing I found in my attic that I spray painted gold. That looks like it's from Beetlejuice. We've got that going out. Okay. You could probably kill someone with it. Joe, you might not know this, but I know the manager of a nearby bar, every winner is walking home with a Geronimo gift card. Geronimo <laughs> If you're in New Haven, Connecticut, go to Geronimo. I also have a, a lint roller. Um, Every bag has a lint roller in it. I bought them at Costco. And I have watermelon-styled, what are they called? Yarmulkes. 
Watermelon yarmulkes. Watermelon <laughs> styled yarmulkes. That's the last present in my gift bag. I hope you all enjoy it. All 36 winners. That means that Jason Manzoukas as Pam, who swept the category, gets three gift bags. Three watermelon yarmulkes. Joe, the nominees for best Zeph role. Charlie St. Cloud as Charlie St. Cloud. Cody, if you lived here, you'd be home now. Cole Carter. DJ Cole Carter. We're friends. Hey, what's up? I'm Cole Carter. Link Larkin from Hairspray. Fire-ass roll. Mike O'Donnell. Zephantine again. Nat from Liberal Arts. Teddy Sanders. Neighbors 1 and 2. Troy Bolton from High School Musical Trilogy. Joey, what is your pick? Like the best non-Zeph roles, male and female, this is a very, very difficult category to pick. Yeah. I have to go with my heart. It may be boring because it matches the last pick, but I got to go with Teddy no. Sanders. Really? Teddy is great. Teddy has an emotional journey through those two movies that we rarely see in any of the other films. He goes from being frat boy burnout to wedding planner with a future. He is everything that we aspire to be here on Zack Attack. Teddy has lived. We're never going to be better than this. Never going to be better than this. Teddy Sanders, you are my pick for best Zeph role. Joe, what is your pick? I can't believe we switched roles on this because my best Zac Efron role ever is Troy Bolton from High School Musical. That's a good one. I that, agree Yeah, Yeah, I can't believe you didn't pick that. I thought we were going to go for a three-peat here. I thought that Troy Bolton singing, dancing, fucking Gabrielle. We are going to just kill this one, but... We didn't, but okay. I agree with you, and I hope the fans agree that the best role is a role that carries across films that not only is a single film, but shows a journey through two or three films. Both Teddy and Troy do that. Jess, I think I know where the fans are going because I think the fans pretty much love Neighbors across the board, but did the fans choose Teddy? Did they choose Troy? Or is there another winner? This is a tough one. Jess, what happened? What happened? What happened? One more drum roll, please. I don't know. I'm gonna I'm gonna draw it out a little bit longer because I lied to you before. Oh, what'd you lie about? I'm gonna pull Steve Harvey here. I'm gonna apologize. But we had another three answers that didn't even get a vote. Wow. Well, you didn't lie before. You said they were the first two no votes. It was the first no vote. The first two no vote. I uh, said there weren't. No I votes. said there weren't any more. I lied to you. Wow. Okay. All right. So the three that didn't get votes. Charlie St. Cloud. Wow. Wow. Cody. Nobody wow. knows what this is. We nobody ha- yeah, nobody, yeah, nobody fine, knows what this is. We fine, nominated fine. everything for a Zephy. That's why Entourage was the most disappointing. That's why Cody is here. We wanted representation. We wanted somebody from every TV show or movie here in the crowd. They are all here. We love you, team that put together If You Lived Here, You'd Be Home Now. Apologies for your no votes. Continue, Jess, please. Thank you. Sorry. All right. And then the other was Nat. Liberal arts. Again, yeah, he sucks. nobody he knows sucks. that. But, so I just found out when doing the Keanu Awards that you can add pictures to the voting. So I feel like if you put a picture of Zeph in that Nat hat, that knit red winter cap. It would have got a lot more votes. I people agree. would have gotten at least one vote, I think. But Jess, so we have three that it is not. That means there are five that it could be. I'm going to throw a wrench in here, guys. Uh-oh, another wrench. I don't agree with the fan pick. <gasps> Good. Oh, so you didn't vote for this? I didn't, but, you know, I should So who did you vote for? So I should have. Okay, so I voted for Mike O'Donnell, Zephantine again. Oh, you love Zephantine okay, again. okay. I love Zephantine again, but... I just find it really funny seeing Zach Efron in a role where he's playing someone's dad in a younger person's body. 
I just sure. find that really funny. Yeah, I thought that was a great again. role. He's got great interactions with Leslie Mann. I mean, that's a, it's a great role. He does. Is it, it, is, is it safe to say that your two favorites are Seventeen again and that any price? I have the top three. I'd say Neighbors is in there too. I don't know. Okay. Mike and Dave's in there. I like a lot of. I have like a four-way tie. You have a rectagon. I have a rectagon. A top rectagon. I have a top rectagon. But the fans are with you, Joey. Thirty-one point nine percent agree. Teddy is the best role. That's a good one. It's a great I can, role. I can agree with the fans on that one. Fire. Uh, can, can you cut in a round of applause for all I the winners? I will do some creative editing with this. I will can add in some uh, creative editing. Sure. So that's it. That's the last award. No. So sad. No. Zack Attack Now is officially over. No. That was the end of the Zeffies. We have one more game to play. Which We're going to fire as titles the podcast. Okay. Which I came up with this idea today, and I don't have any names for it. Did Jess know? Did tell Jess. I got the first one. You're going to go first. Shirtless and crying. I'm just going to call it Zeff, period. Z-E-F, period. All lowercase. Okay. Sort of like at the end of a French film, how it says, like, in... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zeph, period. Zephron lovers. <gasps> Seven, 17. 19. No, Zephantine. Oh, okay. Okay. Nail gun. I heard Jess laugh in the background. <laughs> of love. Erectagon of love. I like that one. That's a good one. Cole Carter's memories. I love it here. The Zach Efron podcast. Emily Radzikowski. That's something you've never said before. That's a different way of really. The name. I thought that I was pronouncing it I, the way I mispronounced no. it before. Okay. You, you used to say Radawowski. Radawa Emily Radawowski. Quadruple space. Oh. Oh, good one. We're never gonna be better than this. Pam, and his friends. Pam's kids. Pam's kids. <laughs> Jesse, you have any more? I'm I'm run, I'm I'm running out of steam. I'm out. I'm out. I'm sitting here writing all of these down in true, <laughs> in true fan fashion. A look inside the mind of a crazed Zack Attack fan. Here Do you have is. any other ideas for fire titles for this podcast? We're not going to change the name of this podcast. Just like none of the movies that we we did this for were renamed. I think these are all these are all good. Do I need to read? You want me to read them back? No, no. Good, Joe. Any last thoughts before we sign off Zack Attack once and for all? I love Zack Attack, and I love all of our fans. And thank you, Jess, for coming on Zach Tag with us. And thank you, Thanks Rachel, for, me, for thank you, Rachel, for making me more drinks. Jess, any last thoughts about Zach Attack? Thank you, guys, for allowing me to uh, to be here on this journey. I know everybody else that's been listening that didn't write in agrees. You're fan number one. You are on the Mount Rushmore fan of Zach Attack fans. One. You are number one. I agree. I know. I know. You guys told me I was getting a little cocky there at the end, but I've been here since the beginning. I'm yeah. gonna say my my closing thoughts is that I think Jess did such a good job tonight. She's no longer Jess Montez. I would have to agree. She's Jess Evans. I'm saying she did such a good job. She gets to keep her full name. She's Jess Collins. Jess Evans because she's beautiful. Jess, can I? So I just watched for the first time The Last Dragon, which is a great, great Last movie. Last Dragon. In that movie, there is a very young actress who would go on to play Rudy in the Cosby show, Keisha Knight Pulliam. Do you ever wonder or wish that uh, your husband's last name was Pulliam so you could be Jess Knight Pulliam? I wish that my last name was cooler. No offense to your husband. I've met him. He's a nice guy. Had a you had a great cool last, name, last name and you took a downturn. I mean, I didn't get rid of it. Let's Julia just be Gullia. clear. I kept all my names. Oh, really? I kept all my names. I have four names. You have too many names. There are children in third world countries that only have one name. Too bad for those children. I have four. That is unbelievable and also <laughs> astounding. So for all things Zach Attack, thank you so much, Jess. 
for being here. Thank if you, you thank hear you. All of Jess's thank you, words Jess, on for the podcast. On. She's probably, maybe. So let's see here. In the history of Zach Attack, number of words spoken. It's probably me, number one, Joe, number two, Mike Manzi, number three. Jess might be number four. Just her written word might have been more words than Rachel or Liam said like on their episodes. De- her Def Jam comedy specials, yeah. And also tonight. I mean, she said a lot of words tonight, too. So whether you're talking about the Mount Rushmore of fans or the Mount Rushmore of Zack Attack spoken hosts or whatever this would be, I don't know. Jess, you are in there for both. You are in our hearts forever. Thank you. I hope you carry on to our three new podcasts. I hope all of You'll you. never be better than this. You'll never. Be I'll never be this. better than this. Carry on to our new podcast. We have all three available to subscribe in iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Overcast, anywhere you find podcasts. CageClub.me. Go subscribe to Too Fast, Too Forever, Magic Mike's, and Boyfriend Material. Do it. New episodes we'll coming funny, in I December promise. and every month thereafter. We learned a lot, I think, going through Zack Attack. We learned how to talk to each other in a recorded fashion. I think we got a lot better at analyzing movies that we don't really like. Uh, I think that we're going to start at a higher place. I hope we go even better. I know that we're never going to be better than this, but I think that we might be on future podcasts. So as as much as we're not going to be better than this, we're always going to be better than this. We'll always be faster than this. We'll always be softer than this. We will always be... What's the Tatum? More magic than this. More magic than this. We will always be more magic than this. So for all things Zach Attack, you can go to cageclub.me, facebook.com slash cageclub, or at cageclubpod on Twitter. Email us. Let us know what you thought of the Zephys. Did the right people win? Did the wrong people win? Are you happy? Are you sad? Yeah, Are tell the us to go you voted for ourselves. the winners? Zach Attack at cageclub.me. Send Joey dick pics. I'm Joey Lewandowski. I'm Joe too. And that was Jess Collins. And we'll see you next time. Question mark of a release date on Zach Attack. It's a stain life, bitch, stain life Getting rich, selling fucking liquor quick Mike, Mike can live forever It's a stain life, bitch, stain life I will never die, I'm a stingle, bitch Crunch back another D I'm the B Flying fucking girls to my sister's wedding at the beach Now we in first class seats Couldn't hold me back, JJ Genie single been wild Sippin' crystal, sippin' sippin' crystal Sippin' sippin' crystal Genie, 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 beanie, weenie Gettin' married with Eric Guaranteed he's got a big, big weenie I'm proud of my little sis Proud that she got a wedding ring And a necklace Eric, you're my brother now So that means I'm kinda black Oh wait, not really, I'm white, man I'm just happy to be related to you, honestly